This is the Emergency Medical Minute, sponsored by Mile High Ambulance. The Emergency Medical Minute is excited to announce that we are now offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits via online course modules. To access these and for more information, visit our website at www.emergencymedicalminute.com backslash CME-courses, or simply click on the link in our show notes and create an account. All right, so we're going to talk about uh, sepsis and hypothermia today. Sepsis, as we all know, is not new. I found this article from 1961 in JAMA, so 60 years ago, and here's what it said. The current therapeutic regimen in septicemia consists of appropriate antibiotics, fluids, and whole blood in general supportive measures. This treatment appears to be effective until the arterial blood pressure falls to shock levels. And the characteristic picture is that of a septicemic patient, usually elderly, who appears to be doing well when his temperature begins to fall and he suddenly goes into acute circulatory collapse. Despite all this, hypotension is resistant and the mortality rate from septic shock stands at an appalling 60 to 70%. So our mortality has gotten a lot better, but we're still dealing with the same disease and we're treating it much the same with fluids and antibiotics. We're not using blood anymore. So there's two types of temperature control for animals. One is poikilothermia. So that's like lizards. They're the ones whose core temperature depends on the ambient temperature. So when it gets really cold in Texas, when everything froze, you have lizards literally falling from trees and things. And then there's homeothermia, which are us, mammals and birds actually, which are our temperature is regulated by the hypothalamus and it keeps our central temperature around 37 degrees. Fever is an adaptive response to infection and inflammation. Unfortunately, elderly and immunocompromised sometimes don't mount a fever. And so we can see normal thermic patients and hypothermic patients who have uh, sepsis. If a patient has a fever, what we've seen in studies is that they usually get earlier aggressive treatment and they have better outcomes. Part of it is that they're probably healthier and can mount a fever, and part of it is that we recognize them as septic patients earlier, and so they're gonna get uh, you know, antibiotics earlier, blood cultures, and aggressive fluid resuscitation. There was a Japanese study a couple of years ago that looked at over a thousand patients with severe sepsis that got admitted to the ICU. And uh, the patients who were hypothermic, um, first of all, they were sicker on presentation and they had 32% mortality versus 21% mortality with patients who had a fever on presentation. So hypothermia translates to sicker and higher mortality. The bundle compliance in patients with hypothermia was lower, 56% versus 71%, just because it goes unrecognized for a longer period of time. And early antibiotics was also lower, 77% versus 87%. So overall, we need to recognize that hypothermia is probably a worse prognostic indicator for outcome in sepsis, and it also often precludes us from recognizing sepsis as timely as someone who presents with a fever of 103. Thanks, guys. The Emergency Medical Minute would like to thank our sponsor, Swedish Medical Center, for helping fund our nonprofit organization and make this podcast possible. Donations are essential to our organization to cover operational costs and fund the creation of our online courses offering AMA, PRA, Category 1 credits. So if you enjoy our show, and if you're able to make a one-time or recurring donation towards our organization, any amount is helpful. Please click the link in our show notes to make a donation Thank you for listening.